Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the AFC West show. Uh, myself, Rob, Omar, what's going on? How are you? What is up, Rob? How are we doing, my brother? I am well. How's everything on the Ball and Buds Network? Good, good. Um, definitely this week we have our special uh, Veterans Day combat sports special. So, you know, every few weeks, usually for a UFC pay-per-view around that time, we will bring on our UFC and combat sports insider, Clubber D, the Combat G. So he will be on with yours truly, uh, and we will be going on at 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central this Saturday. That's Veterans Day, uh, November 11th. Again, 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central. We will be on uh, the Ball and Buds YouTube will be on the Bottom Line Sports YouTube, and we will also be on Let's Talk Sports YouTube. So uh, check us on any one of those channels. Very, very, very nice, man. You That that sounds like a definite must-watch podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Speaking of must-watch, I was in attendance firsthand to watch the Chargers versus Jets this week. We took a trip up to uh, MetLife, me and my son. Uh, That was actually my uh, birthday present for my wife. So thank you to my wife, Nicole, for for giving me those tickets. Got up there, tailgated a little bit, got into the the game early, saw warm-ups, saw all these guys, uh, you know, getting ready for the game. It was pretty cool. Uh, We had great seats. We were like – I think we were like 16 rows off the field. So it was, wow. it was perfect. perfect. Right. Weather wasn't too bad. Uh, and obviously the re- end result was pretty good. We, we, we left the stadium very happy. Chargers beating the Jets 27 to 6. Mm. But, 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 but I got to tell you, Omar, we won the game. But. <laughs> the offense did not do anything whatsoever. Um, it, it was at times tough to watch. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, obviously, the Jets have a very, very good defense. So I'm going to give them the credit of saying that that defense is very good as opposed to, you know, what, what happened to the Chargers. Hmm. Uh, they only got a hundred, uh, hundred and ninety-one total yards of offense. Uh, Herbert was sixteen for thirty, so barely fifty percent. Only one hundred and thirty-six yards passing. Um, obviously, I, I think the game changed completely right off the bat with that Darius Davis touchdown, that punt return. Just kind of, just I, I think I think a lot of Jets fans were in shock when that happened because it was just. You know, we were we were we were four and out, and or three and out, and and then all of a sudden we come back with this touchdown and just kind of, it, it definitely changed things a little bit. So, w- watching the game, what were, what were your thoughts of of watching that game, and um, like what what can the Chargers take as a positive from that game? Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, let me say I I hope that you and your son tr- uh, really enjoyed your experience. It's funny because I remember you told me that, but the game was so, and excuse me as a Raiders fan, um, it, uh, you know, unmemorable. 
um, in the fact that uh, you know, I don't, I, I literally forgot it happened a few days ago. Now, if I was a Chargers fan, I'd probably be a little more happy than that. Um, Barely. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but it wasn't really anything that needed to be registered. The Jets just are not a good team. Uh, they have a good defense, but they're not a good team. They're very much held back by their quarterback. They need to get the upgrade there, but obviously the ownership there is trying to keep Wilson in to go ahead and tank the season and get a, a good draft pick as possible. Fine, whatever. Uh, the Chargers, on the other hand, I felt more bad for you because as I as I saw the final score, I thought, oh, man, Brandon Staley is going to last another year, isn't he? Um, I think that's what they most that you what you most don't have forward to uh, don't have to look forward to. Excuse me. Um, but as to what you do have to look forward to, the defense played better and the running game was much better. Eckler finally looked healthy. Yeah, he does look over the last two games a lot healthier than what he did. Um. Yeah, I mean, the running game was there, but the, the Jets do have a good defense. I definitely think uh, Herbert was concerned about the pass rush. I, I don't think he had a lot of time in the pocket, so he had to uh, try to, you know, dink and dunk to try to keep the ball moving. And, uh, you know, that's kind of tough to do. The Jets do have great linebackers, great uh, corners, and uh, it was definitely a tough game to watch. Uh, being there, it was it was tough watching it because uh, it was just you know I, I I can being that close you can really see how the defenses are playing you can really see how things are going you can get a feel for the game it's pretty cool like that 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 was and my I definitely think my son was in awe of that because he's never seen anything like that that was his first game. Um, That's what I thought. I thought I thought you said it was his first game. Yeah. That's awesome. So, wow. so that that like that whole thing was just very cool because um seeing what the defense was giving the Chargers, Herbert had to do what he had to do. Mm-hmm. Uh he wasn't hundred percent accurate when he was trying to throw the ball down the field, but I don't know how much of that is because of his hands. I don't know how much of that is because of him being worried about the pass rush. But, um, you know, like you said, they did what they were supposed to do. Uh, unfortunately, it does extend Staley for a little bit while longer. Uh, being four and four, it, it's kind of you're in that no man's land because we had, I had mentioned it, you know, Cincinnati's starting to, to play better. So uh, they're a team that you got to worry about with the wild card. Uh, obviously, um, you're probably not catching the Chiefs in the West. You know, we'll talk about that game uh, in a little bit. Uh, and and you know, your Raiders are also you know four and five, four wins. Um, we got to talk a little bit about that too. But um, so you're you're kind of in no man's land right now. So you don't know like to really start getting pumped up, or do you kind of just just ride the wave and just see where it takes you type of thing, you know? I mean, it's a tough, very, very, very tough game coming up. And uh, I would say it's a a must win. But I think, you know, Staley at this point, I think he saved himself with this beatdown of the Jets for at least a little while longer. So I don't think it's a must win. I think he can lose this game and still have his job. But it's going to be a very tough game. And it's going to be a game that will define your season. 
If you all beat the Lions, you have a good chance to go to the playoffs. If you lose to the Lions, you have a good chance of going right down with us and the Broncos. Uh, I, I hear you. That's exactly what I was just thinking. Now, speaking of head coaches, changes, um, interim coaches, whatever you want to do, uh, your Raiders played against the Giants. Now, we got it. Listen, um, I've never been a big Raiders fan whatsoever. I'm going to tell you, I'll, I'll be straight up with you. Omar, you're a great guy. I love you. But I, I've never been able to get 100% behind the Raiders. I'm gonna. I got it. I, I got to <laughs> mention this before we we start talking about dissecting this game a little bit. The Giants are just a bad team, right? I mean, you agree with that, right? That that their quarterback well, situation, everything that's going on right now with them, yeah. is definitely uh, definitely an issue. So, Raiders playing the Giants, big win, thirty to six trumping of the Giants. Uh, O'Connell, 209 yards passing. Jacobs, 98 yards on the on the on the um on the on the run. 334 total yards of offense. And here's something that's pretty cool. I actually picked up the Raiders defense for this week in my yeah. fantasy team. They ended up getting me like 20 something points because they had six sacks and two INTs. So the defense definitely coming through for the Raiders. Um, what, how, as a Raider fan, how do, how do you guys feel? What were your thoughts after this game? And where do you think that the Raiders are standing right now? And what were your thoughts on the new coach, Antonio Pierce? Yeah, I think you can uh, see from the huge smile on my face that we uh, are happy in Raider land. Uh, we all got our wish uh, the Patriots' uh, uh, fake dynasty in in the West is now over. Um, you know the the ding dong, the wicked witch is dead. You know, send him back to Belichick. He has job security there. I'm sure he'll be okay. Um, it was a much needed change. This team needed a change in voice. This team needed a change in leadership. This team needed a change in in pretty much every way conceivably possible if they wanted to start turning things around to become a better franchise, not just a better team this year. Because, yeah, they have a few winnable games coming up, but they're still not a playoff team in my eyes, and nor do I believe that they should want to make the playoffs. I, I think at this point we need more draft picks and better draft position than anything. Now, I would not, I'm never going to say no to making the playoffs. Obviously, I would love that. But it's a very hard road, as you just mentioned in your – um, you know, your statement there about the Chargers. So while I think Antonio Pierce did a great job, I do like him as a coach. I think if he is able to continue at least with a 500 record, I say sign him on long term. As we talked about before, he was one of the hotter coaching prospects last cycle. And honestly, he, he brings that Raider fire. He brings that passion, even though he's a giant. That being said, like you said, it's a I mean, they're, they're, it was a mirror of your beatdown of the Jets, except that the Giants are a way worse team because they don't have a defense. Um, but both of their offenses are horrible. Their quarterbacks are bad. Um, you know, uh, you know. hopefully, you know, I've torn my ACL, so I hope Daniel Jones gets better. I knew once it went down, I knew exactly what it was because that's how I tore my ACL originally playing football was the same exact way. Um, so I hope he gets better. Uh, you know, if you're running out there with – 
um, you know, Tommy, don't call me Danny DeVito. You're not going to win very many games, you know. So I'm. I, if I were to say I was happy with the win, which I am, um, you know what I mean. I believe that. I believe that. Yeah, it's, it's, it can give us a spark. Yeah, we should win this weekend. Um, but it's it's not a long term. You know, oh, we're going to go turn around and win eight games in a row. And mm-hmm. take the division or something. So right, yeah. I mean, that's kind of where that—that that was my thought on it. It's—it's a—it's a win. Um, it gets you guys to four and five, which obviously is is great. Um, you're testing out, like you said, you're doing a lot of the things that you have talked about in prior episodes, where you're know, you're testing out O'Donnell, see what he you got with him. You're essentially testing out you know, Antonio Pierce to see if he is a true candidate moving forward. Uh, Definitely, you know, like what he had going on, um, you know, what he had going on after the game and and all that fun stuff. Uh, So it's, it's, it should be interesting. Um, We'll talk about your upcoming games um, and the flip side of this. Um, The other game to talk about the, well, the Broncos had a bye. So, they didn't play last week, but the Chiefs did play in Germany uh, early game against the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. 21-14, the Chiefs win. Um, that offense is definitely have some issues, I believe. That's just – and I'm not trying to say anything, talk down against the Chiefs or anything like that, but I definitely think the Chiefs' offense uh, is buttering a little bit. But to me, that defense won the game for the Chiefs. Um, what were your thoughts of the Chiefs first Dolphins game? Yeah, you summed it up exactly right, and uh, more succinctly than I that, than I can say. So I'm not even going to go much more into it, except elaborate on a couple of your points. Um, their offense is sputtering; they have no wide receivers to name. Uh, yeah, we could name them, but they're not performing very well right now. Uh, the whole cadre over there. Um, their running game is even with Isaiah Pacheco, who I actually like. As a running back, he runs really hard. Um, he's very shifty. Uh, you know, it's 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 just not getting them in gear. All they have right now is Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. So if it's not for Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, and you saw what happened when Patrick Mahomes was sick, right? They lost the game. If one of them is hit, if he's sick or Travis Kelsey's hurt or Taylor Swift, God forbid, isn't at the game, um, you know, the, the Chiefs might lose. Um, but they're still top in the division, as you mentioned. Uh, they beat a Dolphins team that can't get out of their own way. The Dolphins can't win against good teams, but they are still a good team. And the reason that they held them down is exactly what you said. Their defense, who has been excellent all year long and has been making up for the offense's underwhelming performance. It is, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, again, as a Chief fan, you're thankful for the win but you also have to be saying, all right, what, what's going on here with, with the offense? Because like you said, um, the receiving core for them, it, it, it's not, you know, you, you can't write home about anybody from, from the receiver standpoint. And if they don't have a running game, what, you know, how are they going to move the ball? And how are they going to move the ball? You know, it's one thing to do this now in the regular season, but you know how hard it gets to, move the ball from an offensive standpoint in the playoffs. 
So, you know, th- there's got to be some concern if you're a Chiefs fan uh, with the team. Yeah, they've had the in the past years, you're right, they've had the complimentary pieces around them in, you know, Tyreek Hill in the wide receivers spot when he was there a couple years ago. Um, you know, they, they've usually had a stable of running backs, whether it be McKinnon or whoever that is rotating through there, you know, in the past, Clyde Edwards, her last year, um, you know, that he's always running new running backs through there. But they usually have some sort of success in order to keep the offense open so that Mahomes is able to spread the ball around to more receivers that are actually going to catch the ball instead of dropping it um, like these do. Uh, And, yeah, at at some point, and I'm surprised it hasn't, you know, happened yet, but at some point a team is going to completely shut down Travis Kelsey. They're going to be able to figure it out where they, you know, I mean, I don't know how it's going to happen, but. I'm not. I don't get paid to be an NFL defensive coordinator either. Um, but I would say at some point, if they don't have weapons anywhere else, I mean, you got to figure out how to how to uh, t- take down the main one, or at least keep them to you know less than five catches, fifty yards in a game, or something like that. Right, right. I mean, it's 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 going to be interesting. The one thing that they do have going for them, though, uh, they do have a bye this week coming up, so maybe they I could. I need that. Yeah. They yeah. That. Maybe they could. You know get healthier, get some things together, maybe try to to see if they could, uh, you know, change things up. Um, so for games next week, like I said, Chiefs have a bye. Your Raiders are playing against the team that my Chargers just beat, the Jets. Uh, Jets are one and a half points that, um, that they're given, actually, which I, I find to be kind of strange. Over under is 36 and a half in this game. Um, so to wow. me, to me right away, uh, I, I think I'm picking the Raiders and the points. Definitely. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, like I mentioned earlier, I will never turn down a win. Uh, no matter how ugly the win may be, I expect to see similar to what your Chargers did to the Jets. I don't expect it to be much different. Uh, we probably won't score as many points. It's probably going to be more like a uh, twenty to six game or eighteen to six or something like that. Um, but since it's thirty six and a half, I'll say twenty one. No, I'll say twenty one to. Hmm. I'll take no. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Wow. I don't want to give them four. Because I don't think they can get to 14, honestly. I don't think the Jets can even get to 14. Uh, but I guess maybe 24-10, 24-14 to get over the spread. Uh, Raiders win. Nice. I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm thinking, um, obviously, Zach Wilson, definitely an issue. So who knows what's going to happen. I, I was actually talking to a Jet fan today because uh, he asked me um, at work, how things went and, you know, how I enjoyed MetLife and all that fun stuff. And, um, you know, that's what we were talking about. I'm like, listen, dude, you know, you guys should just right now, obviously you got the Panthers as the, the Panthers and the Cardinals as the two worst teams in the league right now with only one win. Both those teams have quarterbacks. So if any of them get that first or second pick, I, I think somebody like the Jets, or uh, we were talking New England, or one of these teams have to trade up to try to go after a quarterback. 
you know, because even though you have Aaron Rodgers maybe coming back, what is he going to do? Give you one more year, you know? So there's a lot of talk about the possibility of getting traded up and and getting a quarterback um, because obviously Zach Wilson is not, not your quarterback. So. Ah, I mean, you have to make a change at the end of the year, just because as you, as you said, and as we all know, um, you know, Hey, God bless him. Hope he can be a career backup or something, but he is not a starter in this league. He is not good enough to be a starter. His arm is not good enough to get the throws that he needs to get. And he apparently, um, although he, he seems to be a pretty bright kid, he's not able to process the defenses correctly. It looks like he's seeing, uh, as Mark Sanchez said at one time, another jet, the ghosts out there. Um, so, uh, you know, it's uh, the problem is, as you mentioned, though, you have Aaron Rodgers. So can you bring yourself as an organization, knowing that you have Aaron Rodgers coming back, knowing that you brought him in because you do have a championship defense, because you do have pieces that you brought around him to complement him, can you actually spend a first-round pick on a quarterback, or would you have to wait till the second or third round? Because you may need to get another valuable pick, uh, a piece, excuse me, that could complement elsewhere you know whether that be on the line or another receiver to compliment garrett wilson or whatever that hey omar man that's a great point that's that's jets are going to be in a tough spot man either way that's that's very tough that's a great point bringing that up because you can't really you know give away an opportunity you'd be mortgaging your your present for a future when your present right now is a 50 million dollar quarterback you're paying or whatever you know correct Correct. Yeah, it's going to be tough, tough situation to be a Jet fan. But uh, so we we agree with the Raiders winning that game. Um, yeah, two game winning streak. Let's go. <laughs> nice. The Broncos are coming off a bye. They're playing the Bills. Bills are given seven and a half. Mm. The over under in this game is forty six and a half. Mm, wow. Yeah. I the way that the Bills have been playing. Uh, I, I just, I'm hoping Josh Allen goes off. I have him as my fantasy quarterback. I, I, I believe he will <laughs> have a very, yes. I think he will have a very good game. So I would take the bills and the points and, um, and ride with them against the Broncos. The Broncos are just, Hey, don't, uh, don't say that too loud. You don't want to ride with anybody but the Broncos or you might get in trouble with the Broncos country out there. All right. That is true. But, uh, you know, I, I just, I don't know how much, I, I don't know how much the Broncos I like have. I like disparaging the Broncos. Uh, let's, let's use that against them from now on. We're riding with whoever's against the Broncos. Um, I, I agree with you. And actually, I don't know why I said, wow, when you mentioned the number, because I already put a score for this and it's 35 to 14 bills. I do believe that, like you said, Josh Allen uh, uses the Denver much, much maligned secondary and shreds them to pieces. It's, you know, um, I, I'm which hoping. Is sad, you know, which is sad because they have Patrick Sertain, who's still one of the best corners in the league, even though their whole unit is as a, as a unit is trash. Yeah, I'm 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 happy the, the the Broncos are playing the Bills this week. Knock them down. Let's just let's let's just keep them down and, and don't give them any type of momentum 
at all moving forward. I, I think this is the week, obviously, to do that. Um, you had mentioned too, um, a very tough game for the Chargers mm. uh, going against the Lions. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are home, which is a good thing, I guess. That's that's one good thing. Uh, the Chargers are getting two and a half points at home. The over-under in this game is 48 and a half. Hmm. Uh, this is one of those games that, I, and I know it's kind of cliche to say, but this one of this game could really come down to coaching staff. And mm-hmm. I, I know that sounds kind of like maybe like a scapegoat type of analysis, mm-hmm. but I but I, I really think that you got Dan Campbell on one side. You know what he can do. You know how he has, you know, players that rally around him. And then on the other side, you have Staley, who is the direct opposite. It seems right. like they don't rally around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they win despite him. So I, I just really see this as, you know, what's Staley going to do to mess this game up? <laughs> unfortunately. And it's unfortunately you have to say that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. Um, I think that is going to be a close game only because the Chargers are at home. But I completely agree with you. I think it's going to come down to the wire. I think Staley's going to make some sort of stupid coaching decision or stupid fourth down to go go for it or not go for it decision. And it's going to ruin it. And I have uh, – now that you mentioned the spread because I didn't have an actual score for this game. But now that you give me the, the spread, I'm going to say 34 to 28 Lions. Yeah, I think I think we could be, you know, we could be right around this this area of, you know, three to to four. You know, I, I think it could be close. It could be within a touchdown because the Chargers have been better against the run. I know the Lions like to run the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have been better. So if they can contain the Lions running game, I definitely think that it could go back and forth. It's just. You know, are, are we going to get Gunslinger Herbert or are we going to get, you know, Duke and, you know, Dump and Dunk, you know, uh, Herbert? That's the real question to me. I mean, uh, you're going you're gonna to have to hope that you do because I'll tell you right now, golf is about to slash your secondary up like Freddy Krueger. Exactly. exactly. And, you know, and that's the thing, too, because you just say, um, you know the the receiving core for the Raider, I mean for the Chargers, just they're not. You know, um, they're not getting open. And you know, you have Allen, but he's drawing double teams all the time. You have Guyton, who just came back. He had a couple of drops. Uh, you had Eckler out of the backfield had a couple of drops. Uh, they don't seem to be able to get the ball to to Quentin uh, Johnston. He doesn't seem to be able to get open. So what are you going to do? You know, you, you, you know, that was the problem. You know, say what you will about the durability factor of Mike Williams. But when he played, he was one of those guys that even when there was tough coverage, because he was such a big guy and, you know, he had good hands. He, he was one of those guys that you could just throw the ball up there. You don't really have that anymore on the Chargers right now where I'm sure Herbert has, you know, enough faith to just kind of chuck it. Yeah. Um, 
in the you know immortal words of and you probably know this as a northeast basketball guy uh rick patino when he came to coach my boston celtics uh antonio gates is not walking through that door mm-hmm. um you know it's 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 Keenan Allen is not a spring chicken, uh, you know. Um, I think we froze with Omar there for a minute. Did I did I freeze there for a second? We froze for a second there. I heard you saying you we basically don't have Antonio Gates coming through the door anymore. Yeah, so Antonio Gates is not walking through that door anymore. And when you have uh, one of you know, when you have two really good receivers and one is hurt, and like you mentioned, the other one is getting double teamed and the other are either unproven young players or rookies, uh, it's just not a recipe for success, especially when your starting running back also was hurt for the first few games of the year and also that your your quarterback has a thumb issue. All of these things are the perfect storm for the offense to just underwhelm, mm, I guess uh, you could say, which is what they did last week. Omar, I, I don't know if you uh, you still have that TV on in front of you, but um, the 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 Celtics went on a 10-0 run to uh, no! to uh, to make what? it a close, to make it a close game, but uh, the the Sixers did pull it out, 106-103. Oh, uh, okay. No, I uh, I was watching it on my phone, um, but I I couldn't pay attention because it's I, I was I would rather pay attention to the show, but. Uh, yeah, no, I I, I, uh, I did not see that. Damn. Well, I told my dad we would make the comeback, so at least we made the comeback. You yeah. did. You guys did make a comeback. Which... You know, I'm, I'm not worried at all, Rob. I t- and I, I told my I told my dad this the other day. It was funny. The the game where we were up uh, on the Wizards, I think we were up like 50 to 20, like in the second quarter or something. And I texted him. I was like, I was like, damn, this this sucks. And he's like, what do you mean? We're up by like 40. And I'm like, yeah, but they haven't started selling NBA finals tickets yet. And I had literally started looking for finals tickets. <laughs> so I was like, I'm I'm so happy with this team and the way that it's constructed. I I I I mean, we there's there's some good teams out there. The Sixers are good, as we saw today. They can beat them. Uh obviously the Bucks in the East, and then you got the Nuggets, Warriors in the West and the Suns that you have to worry about. But uh, I mean, the Celtics gotta be top top two or top three at the end of the year if if not better so we uh i do a show with my son where we we talk nba and yes. uh, we gave early picks and actually my pick were the celtics and i i gotta i gotta say i i went out on the limb and i i i had the celtics in the finals but i'm gonna tell you right now the one thing with the sixers is um you know, as as good as Embiid has been, obviously MVP, scoring titles, whatever it might be, uh, he's done all this without, to, in my opinion, a really great coach. Mm-hmm. And so far this year, Nick Nurse has been an incredible, incredible coach. You can just see it from the way they play defense. You can just see the spacing on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's definitely, it's nighting day. And you know, in, in in today's world, you know, sometimes coaches get too much respect. Some of them sometimes they don't get any respect. Um, Nick Nurse, man, you got to give it to him because he uh, you got to give him some props so far the way that that they have played this season so far. You know, 
And I'm going to tell you, you know, we're obviously not an NBA show, but I find it I find it interesting that this game is on while we're on, and you happen to be a Celtics fan, and I'm a Sixers fan. Yeah, um, I think that the the East is a much harder conference now, obviously, than it used to be. It used to be where it was like one or two teams in the East and everybody else was in the West. And so I like how the East has built themselves up this year. Um, and I really do think the contenders at the top in the East are stronger than in the West. I still do like the Nuggets and the way they're constructed, but I think losing Bruce Brown is going to hurt them a lot. And I also believe that Aaron Gordon not having much of a shot is going to come to affect them again in the playoffs. Um, and, 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 and Jokic can only do so much. So I see either the Celtics or the Bucks uh, coming out as NBA champions. And I actually chose the Bucks over the Celtics on the bottom line as not as the NBA champions, but as the, as the number one seed in the, in the, in the, uh, in the East. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Well, what do you have going on this week? Uh, you, you mentioned your uh, MMA show. What, what, what do you got going on for the rest of the week? Yeah, so um, obviously aside from catching Rob and I here on the weekly show, you can catch me weekly on The Bottom Line Sports. Um, catch uh, Flo Canteen, Hot Take Jake, and myself. Uh, we do an around-the-horn style format, um, and we go on live Sundays at – 7.30 Eastern, right between the uh, day games and your Sunday night game. We'll review all the NFL. And then our midweek Tuesday show every at, sorry, at 8 p.m. every Tuesday where we go over um, the other NFL games that we didn't review, college, MLB, NBA, and we do all of the other sports um, as well. As uh, Rob mentioned, you can catch us this weekend for a special Veterans Day combat sports um, programming. We will have our we will have a UFC and Combat Sports Insider Clubber D, the Combat G, will be joining us to go over UFC 295, the big card in New York, the two heavyweight battles that they will have. As well, we will review um, Tyson Fury, Francis Ngannou, and the new Tyson Fury Alexander Usyk signing. I'm just trying to get all the names in there for the algorithm, Rob. Excuse me. I'm trying to get us to rank <laughs> a little higher. Um, and uh, and anyway, so you can catch us this Saturday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central, uh, either at Ball and Buds, B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S, or at The Bottom Line Sports or at Let's Talk Sports because we will be on all three YouTube channels. Thank you for letting me promote that, Rob. I appreciate it. Hey, Omar. Um, I'll do – all you guys, I, 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 I tuned in to your uh, your show to, last night. Great show. You guys really do uh, do have a great show on. And, Thank you. Um, Thank you. I, I was watching. Very impressed. So uh, if, if you're – if you haven't already, take a watch. These guys, uh, they're they're entertaining and they're fun to watch, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. And yes, hey, plug your your show and your son, and also tell me which episode you hyped up my Celtics because I'm gonna go watch that and leave some comments and like that. Yeah, we uh, so yeah, so we um, we're we're trying to put together a, a definite time slot for the uh, Logan's Talk NBA, um, just. This is his last weekend of uh, for my son of, of AAU basketball, uh, travel basketball. So we should lighten up a little bit. So um, what we're going to try to obviously 
to do a show every Monday. Um, so be on the lookout for that. I will definitely advertise it when we're going to go live with that. Um, but we do have a show already in that we, we did do. Uh, obviously, we're doing this show with the AFC West show. I do my late night Sunday night shows uh, with Johnny and Alan, where we oh, wrap yeah. up the Sunday night game and, uh, and, and talk about that. And then um, right before this, I do the Nova Nation podcast where we talk about Villanova basketball. We had on um, a great guest tonight uh, with uh, Andy Pertinkin. And the week before that, on the season premiere, I had a former point guard, great from Villanova, uh, on the women's side, Adriana Hahn, who she happens wow. to be the greatest three-point shooter in Big East history. Oh, so uh, if you haven't watched that show, she's great. Um, really, we get in-depth about the women's team last week, gotten in-depth with the men's team this week. So, um, you know, go and uh, watch those two shows. But uh, that's that's basically what we got going on. You uh, some, some, uh, wasn't uh, was it Kerry Kittles? That was that, was he Villanova? Kerry Kittles was a Villanova guy. Yep. Ah, uh, gotta get some Kerry Kittles on there. There you go. Kerry Kittles. Yeah, I mean they 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 had some great players, some great teams. Uh, obviously, um, the Jay Wright era was just great. We love mm-hmm. talking about that. We reminisced about that tonight a little bit. Uh, very excited for what they got going on this year. I'm a big college basketball fan. Omar, I'm gonna tell you, man. Like, college sports to me is just. It's just great. I love college football. I love what's going on right now with all the games. I watch more games on Saturdays than I do on Sundays. I'll, I'll admit it. But, um, you know, now that you're throwing in college basketball, you know, my, my Mondays, my Tuesday nights, my Wednesday nights, you know, I'll probably go watch a game right after this. Uh, I love college basketball. Um, so that's where, you know, I spend most of my time with the college game. So, um, very excited for Villanova this year. Nice. Let's go. Yep. And uh, so if you haven't already subscribed to the Let's Talk Sports Network, I, I say it all the time. There's so many great shows, so much to watch there. Um, like us. You can catch Rob 24-7. <laughs> almost. Yeah, almost. <laughs> no, but there's a lot of great guys on there that are on there 24-7. Uh, even more than me, probably. Uh, so be on the lookout for them. Hit the notification button so you know when your favorite show is coming on. Subscribe. Yes. Subscribe to the Ball and Buds. Uh, check them out as well. And um, Omar, again, I'm always I'm always rooting for you with the with the Raiders. Um, so uh, have a have a good game against them Jets. Um, it might not be the most fun game to watch, but hopefully it'll be a victory. And uh, I appreciate that. And, you know, I would wish you the same. But if I did that, then I would be going against your will and what you want. Yeah, so I'm going to root for a loss so that you can be happy. That's what I'm going to root for. I, you, as morbid as that sounds, thank you so much. <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you so much. All right. We'll see you. Take care, guys.